Hey guys, it's been a long time coming. This is your sweet and fabulous coffee DJ, and welcome to another episode of Espresso Chat. All right, guys. So yeah, I know it's been a long time coming, but I'm here now for this Espresso Chat episode. What we'll be talking about is, um, since it's a hot topic, let's talk about the martial law era and let's navigate about the around the thought. Yeah. Is justice and forgiveness mutually exclusive? Kaya di ba ang mga uh, mga arguments sa mga people is that we should move on, we should move forward, let's forgive and forget, ganon. But then we also argue that we we should never forget, we should and we should always never invalidate and never forget the abuses, the atrocities, and the sufferings of those who have who have suffered on uh, during those years. And I have a special guest for, for this episode. Actually, he's not that special. He's not a rare company. Like, I, I always talk to him. So let's give a big round of applause to my co-host this, this episode, Joom Joom. Hi, I'm Hurtak. I'm not special, my God. Yeah, you're not special. Like, so, so lang ang special. Oh, so lang. Mga twice lang ang naka-feel special. <laughs> so, yeah, so September 21, you know, it's the declaration, it's the anniversary of the declaration of martial law. Yeah. So, Joom, um, how do you feel about the Tony Talks episode? Let's start with that. Ikulbaan ko, like, I thought, like, how do you feel about the martial law? Like, huh? I'm not that old, how to experience martial law. Pwede sad. I mean, like, your age, I mean, your face always, ano, betray your real age. <laughs> Dorian Gray. <laughs> I don't want to mention that girl, no, and give him the mileage na to ang podcast. <laughs> But we all have to agree now that it has become so controversial this past few weeks, Kai. They say that she was giving a platform to, we all know, a son of a dictator and is buying for a higher position this coming election. So it means uh, with the influence that she had and bringing that person in, probably people might be you know, uh, got twisted again, got fooled around, and at the same time, vote for a person who is trying to revise our history and invalidate the sufferings, the injustices that has been happening during the martial law. I mean, let's admit it, it's not about the, the, the talking points were not about martial law, but still, they were like yeah. glorifying his father, my God. <laughs> but have you, have you seen it? Have you watched it? I have watched clips of it, read some few articles about it, but I really, I never really had the chance to to watch the full context because um it's mm-hmm. I know I'm, I, I'm I'm it's it's cringe worthy for me. <laughs> I think my office mates like I know like watched it on speaker Mm-mm. like Thursday or Friday, and so I got I got a good listen to it, and I was like, oh, what the hell? So that's what I felt. That's what I felt when I was listening to. Actually, yeah, and it's true that they weren't really talking about the martial law era, but there were the the late dictator a a more quote unquote human side to him that would make him more 
palatable probably to people right now and it it leaves a sour taste in my mouth <laughs> and at the same time i mean we yeah. get the point that they were interviewing the son himself but yeah why are they trying to glorify his injustices like why are we trying to give him you know like a re- a reclaiming glory on that platform If they want to us to move forward and don't talk about it, then they should have recognized the atrocities that the late dictator has done, and they didn't even apologize for it publicly. Yeah, and I didn't. Uh, what I didn't really like about it is that when he was talking about, you know, that Bong Bong was like saying that they got used to all the lies and all the fake news surrounding them, and I was like. Oh no, there weren't lies. I mean, like people experience them. It's real. I know people. So yes. and it's like it's like it's like telling us that those people who died because of the hands of his father were just lies, were just fake news. Man, there were dead bodies all around during that time, and it's not a lie. There were people yeah, who got and, raped, right? There were people who got abused, really. So, I mean, that that's really cringeworthy for me to even go ahead and listen to it. Trigger warning, guys. Trigger warning. Like I, I heard stories about women who were who used to be, um, who used to be to fight for our freedoms that time, and then like they had experiences, like they they were arrested, they went to the camps, and then they were raped by military men or. If not, they were like the guns. Yeah, the rifles were the ones inserted in their private areas. And these are real. I mean, like, don't tell me that these women are making up stories about that. And like, and what's more is that I know some of these people personally. It's not like I heard it over an interview or I heard it over a talk, but there are people. I've talked to women who women I look up to, and they're they're real people. I know them yeah, personally. They had that so first hand experience on them. Oh, oh, they're like so. Don't tell me I should invalidate them. Oh no, that's fake news, guys. Or no, it's just the military, not the father. But then you have to remember that the father is the chief uh, commander in chief, so his, he has full control about um with his men. I mean, like looking at it right now in the context of present situation, but like we are trying. To defend the same, the head of the state, no, who yes. making pronouncements that has been uh, killing our people right now, and we're trying to defend him and say that it's not his fault. So, are we trying to say that it should be the same for that time? Murag, my God, like I mean, as we go back to our topic, no justice and um, mm. forgiveness. You can never have forgiveness if you never had justice. I mean. I mean, some people could really say, "Nah, let's forgive." Like Christ can even forgive. My God, <laughs> we're not Christ. <laughs> there are, there are, there are things that um, we need to to do to achieve justice, and to say that we, we will be able to forgive. You no, know? you can forgive, but at least you, you will never forget. You no, know? bitch. I mean, people will always yeah. say, "Let's for, let's forgive na oil. Let's move on. Let's forget na everything." Like, huh? for you because you were not there you did not experience that or even you didn't even try to put your shoes on those victims well we're not bible experts no like me and you and then like 
And if we're gonna quote a lot of Bible verses, it's gonna be up to our interpretation, guys. So, but then, um, I don't think they should be mutually exclusive. I, I just don't like how, how people want us to just simply move on and move forward without number one, the mere acknowledgement that there, that it happened. I mean, look at other countries right now. And like, for example, let's go to the likes of like Germany, Germany. or, or Australia, um, Austria. I remember when Miss Earth 2016, when Miss Philippines asked Miss, Miss Austria, Miss Austria, hey, can I, um, Hitler was from Austria, right? And then Miss Austria said, oh, that's a very bad question. It's because people know and they don't deny it. And part of that is the acknowledgement that it did happen. But we have, we still have the ears who are still up there, out there, and trying to rev- um, negate the history that we all know. I mean, like with all those shitty YouTube videos telling about the glory years of of the Philippines during the martial law simply because there is like infrastructure development but then they forgot that there's like um intense poverty higher um we had higher debts about it um there's also like a lot of killings so yeah and why do we corruption during that time yeah and then like I just don't get it yeah um, why do we try to glorify and replace human lives with simply with buildings and infrastructure development? I mean, if we talk about achievements, the numbers don't lie. There's like a lot of corruption. There's um there's intense poverty. Even if Imelda wants it, wanted to to gloss it up and hide all of those um all the poverty that's happening in the metro. So and then they still don't recognize it and they reduce it to like fake news or yellow propaganda. So I don't get it. Like, like how do we forgive someone who does not even acknowledge his mistakes? I mean, like, even if we go down to a personal level, where it's easier for us to forgive someone who acknowledge, hey, I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But then on a national scale, we haven't heard that one from the Marcoses. Yes, we never heard it from them. And they're trying to brainwash, or no, they're trying to whitewash history. Okay, can na lang no. Um, if 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 the killings didn't happen, if it's fake news, if it's lies, and you're trying to glorify him, why do we have the the law on the compensation on the martial law victims? Why was yes, it? Yes, exactly. Diba? Exactly. So and- do you think the government will not recognize that? Another thing is, why do you think uh, they have lots of corruption during that time? Because they have to compensate it with lots of infrastructures, guys. Like, if you don't know how government works, more infrastructures equals to more corruption. They have to build a lot just to have a lot of money coming in. And the World Bank will never lend them any money anymore. Okay, There was a time when the Philippines and World Bank will never lend them any money. If they will never... Uh, uh, give proof that the money was being used for development. So, and lang siya, no? Like, di ba kung mga sa imong mama, you should prove to your mother nga na nga good grades. Okay, para lang tagaan ka niya, tagang kwarta. And how do you do your good grades even if you're struggling? Okay, bugoy ka. You cheat, di ba? So, you will do things para makakuha ka sa ka ng other side ba? So, 
let's let's try to look at the picture in a in a bigger context. Dili na bitaw nato narrow in into one person. Yeah, it's it's a whole system. And then here's also like um a backstory. So I used to um I worked for Congress before. I worked for then Congressman Renero Lopez Relampagos, who is now the current vice governor of the province of Bohol. And um I wasn't part of um his team yet back back when they passed our 10368, which is the which is the Human Rights Victims Reparation and Recognition Act of 2013. So that is actually the law that compensates the martial law, um, the martial law victims. And I think the Bajum, they are getting the funds from all of the properties that received. Yeah, that received from the Marcos. And they do, and guys, they have not even given it all back. So yeah, they have not returned it. There are several pronouncements coming from their mouth that they stole something and they're willing to return it. So, guys, I mean, how blinded can we get? Right? I, I remember when my fellow staff of the office would tell me that hey, when, they, we, when we had the committee meetings, we invited victims of the martial law, of the martial law era, and Even if I'm narrating it, I can feel the emotions within that room because they were really telling me that there were so emo- there were so much emotions. Um, the stories are hor- horrific and very graphic, and there was like everybody was like crying inside the halls. So, Marag, I mean, like, how could we how could we not seek justice for them and only accept blind and quote unquote godly um, forgiveness? The I mean, like. We're not God to simply for, forgive and not, you know, seek for what we deserve, what these people deserve. I mean, like, it, it's so depressing that even the younger generation right now don't even realize how heavy it was during the martial law. Gagamay lang ganin nga, you cannot post anything on Facebook. Magtantrums na ta. How much more during that time? How much more they're suffering during that time? Where people will say, "Oh, peaceful man ang panahon during the Marcos era. People were so obedient. There was no crimes. Like, my God, there were no crimes because people were killed <laughs> by the police and by the military. Peaceful because if you will speak against the government, you will be killed. You will get lost in the map." You will never be found in the registry. Like the gun can disappear during that time, and yes, wow, eh. what we call this tahimik na martial law era, kasi lahat ng mga nagingay pinatay. And and to to add with the fact nga, uh, nga, there were no uh, there were only less NPAs during that. Oh my God, guys, you have to realize that Marcos was the biggest recruiter. of NPA during that time because people have nowhere to go but to resist. And where can they resist? They have to fight back by arming themselves and going to the mountain. Did you know that before martial law, um, the members of NPA was just around 100 to 500? And when martial law started, it booms to a thousands already because of that cause. And... Even if I I don't necessarily agree with the revolutionary movement, no, I mean like it's still ongoing right now. That's why I'm, I'm, I mean I'm seventy thirty with the NTF helicopter because I I do understand uh, where they're coming from as well. But then the means and the ways that they're doing it is something that's not good for me. 
But then, um, we also have to understand within the context of martial law that it was the necessity of the time. I mean, like, yes. we cannot just, we cannot just, like, simply sit there and, you know, just see our our nation suffering, our people suffering. And if you put yourself in that shoes, it's either you go silent or you fight back. And then you cannot, sometimes you cannot fight up front because you're going to get killed. Either you disappear or or your body is seen lifeless. So it's, it's the call of the time. And at the same time, you have people, I mean like, kids if you're listening you have to understand that the silence of people only benefits the oppressors yes 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 <laughs>